Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hey parents, Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique in Oxford features the latest brands of baby and children's clothing, shoes, toys, and accessories. Check out Jack and Claire's Facebook page too. Jack and Claire's Children's Boutique, West Jackson Avenue next to Belk. From the Foundation Studio right here on the beautiful Biloxi Back Bay, I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to thank you for joining us here on the powerful Supertalk Mississippi radio network or on Supertalk TV at Seaspire TV. But you might be watching on YouTube or Facebook or listening on your favorite podcast. It's June the 5th. 2023. Amazing June already. Wow. I want to especially thank the foundation, the sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors. Uh, the foundation is focused on important issues about protecting Mississippi's wild, Mississippi's uh, outdoor heritage. Incidentally, in the second half of the show, I'm going to remind you of a one-of-a-kind raffle that is currently underway at the foundation to raise money and give you a chance to get you know some really, really unique prizes. Um, I always like to remind you that the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. Uh, you can always count on me to talk about what needs to be talked about when it comes to conservation eff- efforts uh, and issues in this state. And I'm honored. I'm really honored to be here. Um, you know, in the in the near future, I'm going to talk a little bit more about why it's important to have a voice like Supertalk Outdoors engage in the process. I was a publisher for 16 years. I was in media for over 30 years. And uh, I came to understand uniquely how to have conversations of public interest. Uh, You know, you should know that I don't say probably 90% of what I know. I learn a lot. I have a lot of sources all over the place. But when an issue comes up in the state of Mississippi that is important to you as an outdoorsman, you can count on me to have the, the conversations that need to be had, to shine the light that needs to be shined. And I'll do it in a respectful way. Uh, you can you can really rest assured that number one, I'm going to be standing up for what's best for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks, and 99.9% of the time, I'm going to be I'm going to be supporting current efforts that come from the department. Oftentimes, it's as people who want to change things within the department uh, to change the approach that we take towards certain things. Um, and there are a lot of reasons for that. It's personal interests, it's politics. There, there's a lot of things that go behind that. But there are going to be those kinds of issues that come up where there are certain special interests that, that are focused on them. And, you know, you can just count on me to have those conversations. I have a long history of writing tough editorials when they need to be tough and uh, and have, uh, you know, been at, in the aftermath of Katrina my team and I won a Pulitzer Prize. I've, I've been involved in Peabody Awards and Edward R. Murrow Awards. And uh, I've learned through a long career why it's important to have a show like, like this, this, this show that is willing to shed the light. What, what, I, what I should tell you is that over the past six months, there have been incredible efforts, actually, to, uh, to silence my voice. And uh, I can assure you that I have your back and that my voice cannot be silenced. I will be standing up for what's best for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And I'll be standing up for what's best for you as as outdoorsmen. And uh, I've, I've worked hard to earn my independence, and I have it. And uh, and I'm thrilled to be here. But it's important for you to know that 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 view, my view, is not that that the the views of the foundation. Although from time to time I will support very significantly work that they're doing. Uh, mine is as the host of this show, who pays close attention and who has literally uh, sources all over the state of Mississippi. And I'm going to be engaged. And one last thing I'll tell you is that with the with the changes in media because of the digital tsunami, there aren't as many uh, reporters out there covering the outdoors community like there used to be. And uh, I think what you know, I didn't realize this at the time, but when we launched uh, Super Talk Outdoors. Um, it quickly became an important voice. And one of the things I said when we started is that we will talk about issues in Jackson and in Washington. Uh, We're not going to do it all the time. We're just going to do it when an issue arises that's important to you as an outdoorsman or an an outdoors woman. And uh, and we're gonna we're gonna be focused in that way. Most of the time, we're just gonna be celebrating the beautiful and incredible outdoors here in the capital of the outdoors in America. 
and uh, and we'll be celebrating the incredible people who work for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And I can assure you that when I get onto an issue, you can bet that I've done my homework and I know what I'm talking about. So I've got your back. That's what I want. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, now we're going to shift gears, and I want to move over to the Vice President of Governmental Affairs for the Sportsman's Alliance, uh, Todd Aitkins. We'll remind you what that organization is all about. But he's been on the show before. He's somebody I really enjoy spending time with. We should be spending more time together because at the current moment, there are a number of issues that are happening fast and furious all across the United States, uh, especially, unfortunately, uh, tied to the Biden administration and some of their sort of anti-hunting efforts. Um, and we'll get into some of that here in just a minute. But, but Todd, how are you doing, my friend? Ricky, it's great to see you again. So and- let's remind people what the Sportsman Alliance is, because you heard what I just said about the role this show, the, sort of the role that I find myself in in, in this show as sort of um, you know shining the light and paying attention to what's happening in the outdoors community. You see the same thing as the, as the Vice President of Governmental Affairs for the Sportsman Alliance. We share a lot of the same duties in a way, don't we? Yeah, in many ways, you know, the traditional kind of job of the media in our republic was to be the watchdog and to let the people know what's going on. And I got to tell you, before I talk about the Sportsman's Alliance, what, what you said earlier resonates with me so clearly because across this great nation of ours, there aren't many voices that are across the airwaves or even in print anymore of folks like yourself that will let the American sportsman know what's going on and what needs to be done to protect our future. You know, so the Sportsman's Alliance, we're, we're an organization, we're based in Columbus, Ohio. Just don't hold it against me. Um, we were formed in the late 1970s in response to an, uh, an anti-trapping issue at the time here in the state of Ohio. And we've since grown into a national organization, and we come to the fight, whether it be in the state legislatures, the United States Congress, we often engage in litigation. But in many ways, very similar role to yours, folks who become a member of ours. I tell them often, well, this is so you get that red flag at the end of the day, so that you get the email or the phone call or the mail letting you know that one of our elected officials somewhere is doing the wrong thing and they need to hear from us or one of your elected officials is doing the right thing and they need your support. So in many ways, you work each and every day to make sure that the sportsmen who, who, who listen to Super Talk actually get the right words, get the right information, know what's going on. And as an organization, although we're nonprofit, that's precisely what our product is. At the end of the day, information and communication to our people, letting them know what's going on and how we need to respond. You know, it, you know the reality is that issues in the outdoors community, I, I know this well because in the late 90s, I, I was – the president of the Mississippi Wildlife Federation, and I learned pretty early in my career that when you get to outdoors issues, any you can any dimension of outdoors issues, if you bring money and politics to the conversation, it gets complicated rapidly, and it can get really uneasy, and it can people don't want those issues sort of aired in the and out there in the public domain they'll do anything they can to try to suppress it because they really want their work to be behind the scenes but the reality is when there's a lot of passion when it comes to outdoors issues isn't there there is and and folks who actually engage in these activities that we love so much right whether it's grabbing a fishing pole it's grabbing a shotgun on opening day of deer season or dove season yeah, we all bring all of this passion. But the other thing that happens, it's really interesting, I've seen over my career, is a lot of folks who hunt and fish, they want to be left alone in many cases. It's like, well, I'm out here in a duck blind, so I, I can hear the quiet, really, I, so I don't have to hear all that noise. So at the end of the day, we have to make sure we're, that we're doing what we can you on the air, I might send out a broadcast email saying, folks, guys and gals, let's wake up. 
let, let's come back into the house from the field and actually make some contacts to make sure that the right thing is happening. Once you harness that passion that outdoors folks have, hunters and anglers in this country, once you harness it, we can't be stopped. But getting that harness going can at times be difficult. I'm so thrilled to be associated with Supertonk uh, because Supertonk is a is a media giant. And uh, I'll explain to you so, some of the elements of that here in just a second and how that helps kind of extend the voices way beyond radio. And then we'll shift gears and talk about the Protecting Access to Hunters and Anglers Act of 2023, which is a great example of what's needed to uh, to look out for hunters and fishermen in this in this country we'll see you more with uh, todd akins from the sportsman alliance when we come back from break The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Men's Health of Mississippi is the proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Men's Health of Mississippi providing medical and health care services to men of all ages, treating almost all health issues that men face. Call or go online for an appointment today. Hi. I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all in the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014. You don't want to miss the huge Civil War Relic Show at Brandon City Hall, Saturday, June the 10th from 9 to 5 and Sunday, June the 11th from 9 to 3. Over 300 tables of dealers selling documents, jewelry, antiques, books, currency, prints, relics, weapons, and so much more. An event for the entire family with great Father's Day gift ideas, free genealogy research along with living history displays with reenactors, period food, and much, much more. It's the huge Civil War Relic Show at the Brandon City Hall, Saturday, June the 10th, 9 to 5 and Sunday, June the 11th from 9 to 3. Sponsored by Sons of Confederate Veterans, Camp 265 Brandon. Proceeds benefit the Wounded Warriors of Mississippi. How about something for free from Ag Up Equipment? Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Plus zero down and 0% financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, Ag Up has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer in 63023. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Still waiting in lines and fighting the big crowds in Starkville and Oxford? The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. We have significantly increased our inventory, so there is even more to choose from. Come by and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score at your next tailgate or homegate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Todd Adkins. Adkins. I said Aikens. I'm I don't know why I said Aikens, because I'm looking at Atkins. Uh, I guess you get something in your brain. That's just the way it is. But anyway, Todd has been on the show before. 
Amy today. And frankly, I look forward to spending more time with him in the future because he has a good sense of, you know, the the, the waves of you know, issues and, and efforts across the state that are focused on making it harder for hunters and fishermen and people who enjoy the outdoors to do what they do. There's so much misconception about the incredible conservation role that, that the outdoors community plays. And Todd's out there to look out for our interests and I look forward to continuing these conversations. Hey Todd, just one, one last thing I wanted to mention to you. As you have this ability to talk to so many people across the country, you mentioned sending you know, probably you know, emails and through social media or however you choose to, to to communicate, um, you you need to be able to do that because if you're going to bring about change, you got to touch as many people as you can. One of the reasons that you're joining me here today, for example, um, what I love about what Super Talk, um, what Super Talk Mississippi Media has done is that this is a first of all, 26 radio stations across the state, 12 are part of very geographically located that are part of the actual Super Talk radio network. This is the uh, the network that Super Talk Outdoors is, is on. Then, of course, we have Super Talk Outdoors YouTube page and Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page, and any any podcast platform you choose to go to, we have that as well. Um, we have Super Talk TV. The, the, and and I should also point out that when something happens on this show, something in this show today could could lend itself to news. Then it goes not only to the 26 radio stations that are part of Super Talk, but 25 additional newspapers, excuse me, radio stations that are part of the Super Talk network, media, news network, which is, uh, that makes 51 radio stations across the state that would that would get a news item from us. And then, of course, you have supertalk.fm, the online site, Super Talk, the app. You see what I'm saying? It's a multimedia company reaching out to touch people however they want to be touched who have interest in the outdoors community. And buddy, believe me, it's interesting, man. When I post something about the outdoors community that, that heightens people's awareness, tens of thousands of people will interact with it on social media. So we're touching people and uh, we take that responsibility extremely seriously. And I know you do too. The Sportsman's Alliance is a national organization that has huge responsibility to shed the light as well. And you use multimedia approaches, I'm sure as well, to get your message out, don't you? Yeah, and, and so I, when I lobbied uh, Mississippi directly for a number of years, I learned straight off the bat my very first trip to Mississippi how important Super Talk is for the entire community. So again, I congratulate you. What the folks in Mississippi, we talked about this last time, folks in Mississippi probably will often say, well, I don't have those same problems like they do in California or Colorado or, you know, I live in a good state. Everybody hunts and fishes here. We're good to go. And I, I always caution people, I talked to people in California 25 years ago who thought they were good to go, or Washington State. So the fantastic part about Super Talk and Super Talk Outdoors is, again, making sure people have the information they need exactly when they need it, so that when they need to get active, when they need to, to call a congressman or a state rep, whoever it is, or the governor's office, you're gonna get them the information straight off. So it is a vital resource that folks in Mississippi probably take a little bit for granted, but I'm just here to celebrate it and say it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful enterprise to make sure everybody has the information they need. And Todd, what's so cool about your perspective is that you literally do business in every state. So you know, you know that when you've got a multimedia force like Supertalk to do business with, it makes it a lot easier for you to communicate. Otherwise, it's, it's you know, you're, you're dealing with fragmented media across these other states. And oftentimes, media that is anti-hunting, <laughs> you know, they're not, they're not, or anti-gun, they, they don't get the role the sportsmen play in the world that we're in today, do they? No, and, and just Supertalk outdoors, you know, setting aside Supertalk generally, this is an amazing resource that folks who hunt and fish in the state of Mississippi and the surrounding area have at their disposal that I can't think of another one anywhere in this country, quite frankly. There are individual talk shows maybe here and there geographically spread all across the country, but boy, what a resource. And, and for many folks, while they're driving to point from point A to B, 
going on about their business, guess what? They're going to find out about the world that they need to be concerned with. I mean, it is a fantastic resource and very, very unique. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, and I happen to have a good view of that myself, having had multiple state responsibilities for media companies. And what Steve Davenport and Kim Dillon have built here at Superdog is really unique. So look, the Biden administration is full of people. <laughs> I'm sure there are some hunters that love hunting and there are some people who love fishing. But the reality, if you look at their administrative activities, there have been a lot of efforts underway to try to make it difficult for hunters and fishermen to be able to do what they love to do. So it's basically anti-outdoorsman. And it, re it requires you to go into full gear. I mean, the, the lead issue is just one of many, but it really is a, is a good headline for the, the kind of efforts underway that requires hopefully some legislation that will be passed that will protect us. But it's happening fast and furious. Give us a sense of that issue. Sure. We talked about it when I was on uh, last because it is now becoming kind of a routine, repetitive issue that keeps returning to us. And, and if I can back people up a little bit to give them the context that matters. So duck hunting in this country, waterfowl hunters are the first starting in the 1970s to have to go through this exercise where we transition from lead-based ammunition to at the time was steel shot. Now we have other non-toxic alternatives. We lost a ton of waterfowl hunters in that process. And the reason is simple. It's very commonsensical. When you raise the cost of something, you're going to lose people. So we here at the Sportsman's Alliance have never lost sight of the fact that we have men and women across this country that when they go out hunting are trying to feed their family. And raising the cost unnecessarily on that activity means we are going to lose some of them. Now, a lot of people, the unfortunate reality on lead is a lot of folks say, well, what are you talking about, Todd? Lead is toxic. We all know that. We took it out of paint. We took it out of gasoline, etc. Yeah, that's true. As a basic chemical, yeah, we have issues or a basic element. We have issues. Lead can be toxic. The question is not whether or not it's toxic. It's whether or not it actually causes problems. So this, this ongoing phase in of various lead bans, in this case, we're going to talk about the administration itself, is a real problem for the sportsman community because I don't think about the guy who, who drives a $70,000 truck and has a $50,000 boat. I think about the men and women who don't have extra resources and that we will lose if we're not careful when we try to do this. We always say, you know, sportsmen have always been the first to say, show me the science. And that's all we're saying. Show us the science that lead is caught, lead ammo is causing a problem or lead fishing tackle is causing a problem. And we'll be right there with you. But they kind of what the administration is often saying is, no, lead's toxic. We need to get rid of it. And they move on <laughs> like, nope, we've actually got to apply science here and the scientific method before we kick people off the landscape. It's that important. You know what? In addition to that, we should point out the amount of tax dollars being paid on that on the ammo, for example, or the lead that that was part of fishing, and how that helps conservation efforts. It's almost like they want to disrupt the entire food chain. Well, at the end of the day, we can celebrate the American sportsmen, the men and women who, for decades now, actually over a century have been the entire financial backbone of this entire system. And among the reasons is the taxes on firearms and ammunition and fishing equipment and so forth, right? So when you remove, let's say we, we go ahead and ban the use of lead ammunition and we lose, let's say five to 10% of hunters and anglers because of that, right? That is a massive blow to the state fish and wildlife agencies who now have to figure out how to cover millions of dollars that used to be raised by those five to 10% of the hunting population that we're going to lose. So that's kind of our point. This is the financial background. This is the persons. These are the people who are actually paying the freight before you kick them off the landscape by raising the cost when you ban lead we have to be very careful and make sure that the science supports that move
So with the with the efforts underway in the short time we have left in Congress, uh, both on this House and Senate side, to make it so that they can't make these kind of administrative moves, is it going to be successful? Well, you know, it's a, it's a great thing. So I, what we're talking about here is H.R. 615 and Senate Bill 1185, okay? Those two bills need support. So real quick on, on H.R. 615, um, from Mississippi, we have Representative Guest is already a co-sponsor. We need everybody in Mississippi to be a co-sponsor of that bill, and I think people know what I'm saying. Yeah. So they can go to contact your elected official uh, tab within our, our website. These two bills, Protecting Access for Hunters and Anglers Act of 2023, actually will require Department of Agriculture and Interior to bring the science forward before they ban lead ammunition. When we come back, we'll from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 94. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 68. Your Tuesday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 93. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 69. And for your Wednesday, a slight chance of rain, otherwise sunny skies, high near 92. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hey gardeners, make sure you're not bringing home unwanted pests in your soil and pine straw. This termite season, let Havard Pest Control help you grow a pest-free garden. Visit HavardPest.com to sign up for a free termite inspection today. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. How can RJ Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? RJ Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. Volunteer Mississippi is hosting a two-day volunteer management curriculum training event to be held at the Weston in Jackson, June 20th and 21st from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Volunteer Mississippi training course will provide a foundation for best practices for new and emerging leaders of volunteers. Subject matter will be relevant to attracting, recruiting, and retaining volunteers in your organization. For more information, visit volunteermississippi.org. That's Volunteer Mississippi Management Training, June 20th and 21st. Lunch and breakfast will be served both days. FS1 Concepts is your one-stop for all your quality food, service, equipment, and supply needs. Mark your calendars and join us at 1345 Flowwood Drive in Flowwood for our grand opening Saturday, June the 10th from 10 to 3 p.m. Lots of food, fun, and drinks for everyone along with great savings. 25% off of all cutlery and utensils, 20% off of barware, 20% off of quality cookware, 15% off of ice machines, and 10% off of all other equipment and more with quality brands you know and trust. Call us at 601-301-9900 or online at fs1concepts.com. That's fs1concepts.com. Hey y'all, this is Katie Reese with Four Corner Properties of Central Mississippi. I know the market has been crazy lately, which is why you need an experienced and aggressive agent by your side to navigate the process of buying or selling a home. I am well experienced with everything from first-time home buyers to BA loans, and I service the entire state of Mississippi. So call me today for your free market analysis. You can contact me anytime at 601-624-3030 or call the office at 601-952-2828 and ask for your favorite residential agent. I'm excited to work for you. I'm JT Mitchell and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. Authorities continue to look into what may have caused a Saturday morning plane crash in Tupelo. The Navajo Panther crashed shortly after takeoff near the regional airport, killing both the pilot Patrick Fain and local doctor Charles Montgomery. According to social media, the two flew together often. Montgomery worked as a hematologist and oncologist at North Mississippi Medical Center. 
And two Mississippi Gulf Coast beaches are under advisories due to high levels of bacteria. Officials with the Department of Environmental Quality are warning beachgoers to not swim in the ocean between East Courthouse and Tea Garden Roads in Gulfport. Then in Biloxi between St. Peter Street and Ducade Street. As of now, the beaches themselves are not closed, but the DEQ does continue to take water samples. I'm JT Mitchell. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Hey, I'm Steve Azar, and you never know who or what you'll hear when I spend a Mississippi Minute with my friends. Just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no hurry, that's how life goes. Be sure to check out In a Mississippi, in a Mississippi Minute with me, Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and now available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Todd Adkins, not Akins. I don't know why I said Akins at the beginning of that show, but Adkins. He's he's someone who actually we, we talked during the break. We're going to have him back about every month or six weeks and find out what's going on in the nation as it relates to things that are happening in Washington and why we should be paying attention to it as sportsmen and women in Mississippi. And uh, it was just a terrific conversation. And anyway, I appreciate him being on the show. As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the uh, the foundation for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, separate 5013C organizations, a nonprofit that helps fill gaps uh, capital gaps and other gaps for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks has a really unique raffle that's going on now. It's, it's actually one of its kind raffle. And if you're an outdoor enthusiast, you really want to pay attention to this. But it's uh, they give you the five key uh, prizes. One is a $50,000 Ford voucher so you can buy a Ford product. Um, a Legends turkey hunt with our friends Cuz Strickland and, and Preston Pittman. Cuz uh, is a regular uh, guest here on the show. He's become a really good friend. But think about you know going turkey hunting with Cuz and Preston Pittman. That's 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 super cool. An Argentina hunt, dove hunt for eight people. A ten day guided African safari, or the ultimate outdoors package filled with all kinds of amazing items. Um, so at the end of the day, if you participate in this, you got a chance to win these great prizes. But you also get a chance to contribute back to uh, Mississippi's natural resources and helping to protect the, sort of the hunting and fishing heritage in uh, Mississippi for, for years to come. A ticket is only $20. You can get three of them for $50, 10 for 100 and 25 tickets for $150. Um, I think the, the, the best and quickest way to go find this is just go to the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks and uh, you'll see a link there that will take you to the ratch to the uh, raffle. You've got until Sunday, July the 30th uh, at 11:59 p.m. to uh, purchase the tickets and the drawing is going to be on August the 14th at 7 p.m. Uh, it's actually going to be announced live at the Mississippi uh, Museum of Natural Science. So get your tickets today. You'll be helping conservation efforts in the state and get a chance to win some incredible prizes. So now let's move over to my friend Josh Howell. He's the, the he, he's got a, a key role in the state for state lakes. 
and uh, someone that I've, I've really been looking forward to, uh, to having a conversation with today. Uh, we're going to specifically talk about Simpson County Lake reopening, but we'll first kind of get an overview of how things are going for Scott. So, uh, excuse me, for, for Josh. Josh, how you doing, my friend? Oh, we're busy, busy. <laughs> we I just had the are. youth opening for Simpson uh, Saturday, and we're looking forward to the big opening Wednesday. That is cool. That is so cool. Okay, let's remind people, though, what the state lake coordinator's role that you have with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks, where you had to say grace over. Oh, 20 state lakes all over the state, uh, from Tippa County down to Lake Perry, uh, all the way to the coast almost. So got a little bit of everything, uh, a wide variety of fisheries. So, and you you have the real, real honor of uh, saying grace over some of the most significant lakes, some of the most important lakes in the entire nation. And you know that, don't you? Absolutely. It's a, it's a big responsibility, but um, I'm proud to have it. <laughs> I told you during the break that I watched because I have a place up in the Delta and, and I'm going up 49 and coming back home on 49 regularly. So I've watched over the last couple of years, the Simpson County Lake and the work that you're doing there. Um, major, major work. But how do you decide? How do you decide you're going to go into a lake like Simpson County Lake and drain it and rebuild the dam and do all the other improvements that you're making? How do you decide that? And tell, tell us, walk us through the process. Uh, it's just well, we identify. Sometimes it's just a fishery that's gotten stale, where it's overcrowded with bass. Uh, sometimes it's bigger issues like Simpson County. We need to do the dam repair because of it being a high hazard dams right there on the highway. Uh, we were able to get the funding to rebuild the dam. So once we go in and rebuild the dam, we said, well, we might as well do a lot of improvements. Uh, so we completely drained it and we redid the fishery, restocked, uh, worked on the campground, uh, new fishing piers. We decided to, to go all in. Usually when we do a renovation, we try to upgrade as much as possible during the couple of years that it's down. Wow, that's I mean that's a that's a that's a so the project planning is it falls under your responsibility as well. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Budgeting and planning, and then we work with the biologists for our fish habitat, and we usually do all our or most of our campground work in house with our state lake managers uh, and a little bit of contracting out. But we try to do a lot of it in house to save save a little money and uh, get more bang for our buck. So what's involved? Of course, we've seen we've seen some vulnerable dams uh, in America. You know, we've you know during big rain events, we've seen some of them break and people be uh, you know affected by them in in some ways, in very significant ways. Um, you know, you've got that dam right there for people who are passing it headed north or south on Highway 90. Excuse me, on Highway 49. Um, if that thing were to bust. I mean, it is literally next to 49. I mean, it would be, it could be devastating. I'm sure, as you mentioned, it was, that was a guiding force. What's involved in rebuilding a dam like that? Uh, we, we contract that out. We take bids on that and contract it out. That's a little bit above our <laughs> area of expertise where someone comes in, you know, they bring in the right kind of soil and, and pack it and pack it and pack it and pack it and pack it. And then we, you know, make sure we have good grass coverage and make sure we keep up with mowing it, inspecting it, uh, make sure the the valve works correctly and everything's functioning properly on our end. So how many dams, how many significant dams like that do you have to say grace over across the state? I believe it's eight that are high hazard. Wow, wow. Yeah, so, more than you would think. So you have to monitor them regularly, huh? Yes, we monitor all our dams. We check them uh, once every, uh, eight, not once a month, but once like bi-monthly. And we, we check on the high hazard dams. We got an emergency action plan. We work with local uh, uh, fire departments and uh, with our MDQ office to see, you know, what the hydrology would be if the if something bad happened, what we need to do on our end. And we're constantly maintaining them and checking on them. Is your biggest concern overtopping and then erosion that occurs as a result of that? Or are there more silent, you know, uh, issues that, that we wouldn't normally see that could be a major issue? Yeah, overtopping is definitely one of the main issues with a heavy rain event. And I just got done with the MDEQ, uh, our Department of Environmental Quality does a uh, class for us on high hazard dams about once a year. And we just did that about a month ago. And there's several issues that could come up. You know, we could have just a small leak. You, you just see a small uh, wet spot at the end of the dam. And you're like, well, you know, 
we need to keep an eye on it and it could get significant pretty quickly. Wow. So we try to address anything really, really fast. So once you get the dam rebuilt, uh, specifically to Simpson County Lake, and you're, you know, you've got that done, and now it's the process of, uh, did you do structure for fish uh, in, in your project plan as well? Yes, we did. Uh, we did gravel beds for our brim fishery. And then um, this past winter, we were able to get uh, a lot of Christmas trees donated, and we cut some trees as well. So there should be plenty of habitat for the fish. Wow. And, t and so how do you go about filling it? Uh, just let, let nature do its work. People ask us that all the time. They're like, well, how do you fill it up? We just we just close the valve and wait and hope and pray that it rains enough to fill it up. <laughs> well, how long did it take? Because it seems to me it didn't take a whole long time. I mean, it did. I watched it, it gradually, but then suddenly I noticed that it, it's full. So it's, how long did it actually take? It's amazing how quickly they fill up. We've done Elvis Presley Lake here in Tupelo and it came up in six months. I think Simpson came up in three or four months. I mean, it catches rain and it starts going, especially in the rainy season. Well, and some of that has to do with where they originally put the, the lake, right? Uh, they, it's a, a drain, I'm assuming a drainage basin that's coming into into a play there. And so it's getting fed from a bunch of different angles, isn't it? Right, yeah. Some have tributaries coming into them and most all of them are like you said, like a watershed lake uh, for the surrounding area. So they pick up a lot of water. Hey, so, okay, so then you, you the water, uh, did you wait for it to be completely filled before you started stocking, or is there a point where you can start stocking it before it's actually filled? Oh, we can start stocking a little bit right before it's actually filled. We just have to be able to get the fish truck close enough to the water uh, that we can run a pipe out there to start stocking fish. But we try to stock fish as soon as we can to try to get that initial fishery going because you want to get them as big as you can before you open the lake back up. Okay, so what what's the uh, what's what's the process? So how many? What's the goal on the number of fish you introduce, and what kind of fish did you introduce? Uh -oh, we put bream in first, and then we put bass in. You try to develop your uh, your forage base first with bluegill, and red ear sunfish, and then you come in uh, six months to a year. Well, about six months later on the bass uh, after the forage base is kind of stabilized a little bit. And then we uh, put in catfish at any time, really. They, they just grow anywhere. <laughs> we just try to get catfish in when we can. Uh, but really just getting that initial bream and bass stocking is uh, really key. Well, listen, uh, uh, when we come back on the other side, we'll continue the conversation about this effort to get Simpson County Lake back up and running and restocked and some capital improvements, et cetera, there around the lake. It's a great story and a wonderful grand opening coming up. This is Josh Owl, who is the uh, state lake coordinator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And when we come on the other side, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this break. about something for free from Ag Up Equipment. Get a free rotary cutter with the purchase of any 3E John Deere compact tractor from Ag Up Equipment. Plus zero down and 0% financing for 72 months. Whether you're maintaining your land or tackling new projects, Ag Up has the right equipment for you. Browse online at agup.com. Offer in 63023. Some restrictions apply. Subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. See dealer for details. Pillium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pillium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pillium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pillium.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Why are we on this planet? Did God create us just to work the 9-to-5 grind and crash for the weekend? No. Our Creator wants to use us, you and me, to give back to others. You can be a part of God's bringing restoration to a fallen world by donating or volunteering, or both, at Gateway Rescue Mission right here in Jackson. Check us out at gatewaymission.org. 
At Clinton Body Shops, we want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. Therefore, we're continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com, and as John used to say, we really do take pride in perfection. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart. If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke. In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive. Every second counts. Dial 911 for heart attack or stroke. How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Josh Howell. He's with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. He's the state coordinator. He has a lot to say grace over, as we were talking about when we went to uh, break. Some of the best lakes, some of the most productive lakes in the entire United States are right here in Mississippi, and he has the opportunity, the, the honor, actually, and privilege of uh, saying grace over them. Also has some uh, some dams that, that, that are at risk that he has to stay focused on as well. Uh, one dam, actually, was at the Simpson County Lake, which they made a decision, got the funding, and replaced the, uh, the dam there. You can see it from Highway 49 for people who are passing there on a regular basis. And uh, they took this as an opportunity to, to improve that lake and uh, put some structure you know, in the lake for fish, to reintroduce fish and make some other improvements to that uh, around the lake. And it's all come to fruition. And I was ta talking to him during the break about it's terrific to, well, first of all, I can see his passion. So there's a lot of pride in uh, going through a process like this where you really bring in life back to a lake in the way that they have the Simpson County Lake. Uh, the lake managers have a big role in that. Biologists have a big role in that. But you really, Josh, you're surrounded by people in the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks that are just so committed. And that's where, they, that's where you get your motivation from, watching projects like this come to fruition. Absolutely, yeah. I've got a the great people behind me. I've got a good supervisor uh, that helps me out with everything, and all the guys that work on the lakes, uh, our lake managers and lake supervisors, they're the ones that do the day-to-day -day work and uh, really make everything happen. So what's involved in the grand opening? 
Um, traffic flow. <laughs> that's our biggest, uh, you wouldn't think, but that's our biggest issue on Highway 49 there. The only thing that, you know, that really bothers me is we've worked with uh, MHP, Mississippi Highway Patrol, and the Sheriff's Office to make sure that we're having safe traffic flow. Uh, and that's opening the gate a little early uh, and staging people down there near the lake right before we open and then have an MHP out there with lights on on the highway to make sure everybody's safe. Safety is our key thing. Uh, we just want everybody to have a good time, but have a safe time. So getting in that initial flow of traffic is uh, my main concern. And everything after that just starts rolling. Uh, our parking just happens and people get their boats in. We put it in a boat ramp. We got a double wide boat ramp so we can get two trucks in at one time now. Uh, and just making sure everybody's safe and yeah, everything's going going smoothly, and we'll be selling licenses there. And so, if you need to buy a license a day of or permits, uh, we can help you out there. And um, just trying to get campers in. We're gonna have our campground open, uh, and we've yeah. redone it with. So, actually, for someone who's never been to the Simpson County Lake, that's going to be reopening this week. What when when you go into the, that area, what do you see? What what talk to, talk to me about the amenities and if someone wanted to go there for the first time, what what will they enjoy there? Just you know, besides just the lake. Uh, just coming in, uh, we got a beautiful day use area. We've got some pavilions for rental. Um, we've redone some of the picnic tables and repainted the pavilion. We got campground open and uh, it was in. It was in pretty bad shape before we closed it. It was a little rough. So we upgraded that to 50 amp uh, electrical service and leveled the pads out. And our lake manager was able to get some uh, some gravel down on the roads and uh, work with MDOT with them uh, to, to fix our roads up a little more. Uh, and it's just a beautiful uh, place just to hang out. People come out there and don't fish and just come and look at the lake and the surroundings. And uh, our lake manager there, Greg Perry, keeps a Great job on the grass is always mowed and all the trees are trimmed. So it, it's just a great place. If you, if you look at lake managers and park managers across the state, when I talk to them, they take such immense pride in putting the best foot forward. And, you know, now that the legislature has you know, begun to apply some money for capital improvements in state parks across the state, um, man, you know, I often say this, that our forefathers in Mississippi were so smart at setting aside so much public land uh, for our access. Um, it's, it's really cool, isn't it, what, what we have access to in this state? Oh, it is. We have a tremendous access and the legislature uh, helping us out with, the, uh, with this new state park funding. Uh, it's an exciting time to be in the outdoors. Uh, and we're, there's just so many opportunities to, to upgrade facilities that haven't had upgrades in a long time. So, and just opportunity all over. Like I said, I got 20 state lakes. There's so many state parks. We've got national forest land. We've got Corps of Engineer land. Uh, if you want to hunt or fish, Mississippi is the place to be. That's why I call the capital of the outdoors, the diversity of opportunity available to us here in the state from offshore fishing to backwaters and here along the coast to the Pascula River, the largest undammed waterway in the entire United States, to the some of the best state parks, and uh, it's just a, it's just amazing. And you think about this, you get I mentioned this on the show a week or two ago that you get to northeast and some of the parks up in the very northeast portion of the state, and you get into some you know almost like mountainous areas of the state, and it's you know it feels like Tennessee, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I take my family uh, hiking at Tishomingo State Park up there, and it. It feels like you're uh, in the Smoky Mountains almost. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I know it does. Hey, listen, it's been a pleasure to spend some time with you, my friend. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you Absolutely. for having me. This, is, uh, this has been uh, Josh Howe, who's a state lake coordinator for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And we'll have him back more regularly, man. What he, he's, his passion is very contagious. I enjoy spending time with him and his compadres at the department uh, celebrating their incredible work. Anyway, have a great week. Stay safe. Stay safe in the, in the uh, outdoors and have a great week. We'll see you next Monday. God bless you. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.